This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Conaway needs Democrats to protect the Farm Bill. What will conservatives do? SNAP plan could improve health at no cost. Despite the impasse, Chairman Conaway looks for Democrats for floor help. House Ag Chairman Mike Conaway says he's counting on the committee Democrats to protect the Farm Bill from harmful amendments, even if they vote against the final passage. Conaway of Texas said in an interview for the Texas-based Agribusiness Report that he doesn't plan to change any of the bipartisan sections of the Farm Bill, despite the Democratic revolt over the changes to the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. Conaway said, I've not flushed any of that bipartisan work out of the Farm Bill. He is concerned about amendments attacking the crop insurance and individual commodity programs like sugar. And it's those votes he's counting on Democrats to help. Unless committee Democrats oppose those amendments, quote, we might have some things happen that we don't want to happen. I trust, though, that given the heart that the Ag Committee members have for Production America, uh, that when it comes to the amendments on the floor, they would rally to the flag and vote in the correct way. By the way, one of the big unanswered questions about the House GOP's Farm Bill strategy is how House conservatives will react if a final House-Senate agreement on the legislation drops the GOP nutrition assistance reforms that Democrats strongly oppose. Joshua Sewell, an agricultural policy analyst for Taxpayers for Common Sense, thinks conservative groups will be angry if they see a repeat of what happened with the 2014 Farm Bill. Conservatives forced House leaders to split the Farm Bill on the House floor, but later watched in frustration as the Senate and House negotiators put the legislation back together. Many conservatives, quote, have a lot of animosity toward that and said that's never going to happen again, according to Sewell, speaking at the Consumer Federation of America National Food Policy Conference. Study. Snap changes could save lives at no extra cost. Here's an idea that could appeal to budget hawks and your own doctor at the same time. A study by researchers at Tufts University found that restructuring SNAP benefits to provide incentives for eating more healthful foods could prevent more than 900,000 heart attacks, strokes, and other cardiovascular disease events. The plan, called SNAP Plus, doesn't ban the use of benefits for sugary sodas or junk food, popular idea with some nutrition advocates, while also avoiding an increase in the cost of the program. Here's how it would work. A dollar of SNAP benefits would buy a dollar thirty worth of healthful foods, such as fruits and vegetables, whole grains and fish, but only 70 cents worth of junk food and other sugar-sweetened soda. To me, this is a no-brainer. We should be implementing this in the 2018 Farm Bill, said Darish Mosafarin, dean of the Tufts School of Nutrition, Science and Policy. Mosafarin described the study results in a speech to the CFA conference. FDA picks up Obama's war on bad diets. For all of the regulatory relief the Trump administration is delivering, the Food and Drug Administration is moving forward with and building on a series of Obama-era initiatives to combat obesity and cardiovascular disease. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb announced a nutrition innovation strategy yesterday that protects new rules for labeling on food packages and restaurant menus, as well as a plan to reduce sodium in the U.S. diet. 
Gottlieb also is launching a new effort to get food companies to use labeling to promote consumption of healthful foods. Speaking at the CFA conference, Gottlieb said that getting Americans to improve their diets would have as transformative an impact on health as reducing smoking. Gottlieb spoke very passionately and eloquently about the importance of prevention and the importance of nutrition, according to Margot Wutan, Vice President for Nutrition at the Center for Science and Public Interest, a leading consumer advocacy group. She praised him in particular for moving forward with the plan to get the food industry to reduce sodium consumption. FDA looks ahead to GMO education. FDA has been conducting consumer research on biotech foods and is moving ahead with plans to roll out a congressionally directed consumer education plan by next year. Susan Main, director of FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, tells Agripulse that the plan is to align the education initiative with the work USDA is doing on rules for a digital process for disclosing GMO ingredients. She said the goal is when the consumer starts to see that information on the label, they will understand what that means. Another FDA official who is close to the issue said the education program is expected to begin in 2019. Ouch! China tariff could hit soybeans hard. A new study by Purdue University says U.S. soybean producers could lose more than two-thirds of their sales to China if the commodity is hit with retaliatory tariffs. China bows about 60% of all U.S. soybean production. Under a best-case scenario, exports would fall by a third if China imposed a 10% tariff. A 30% tariff would cut the U.S. exports by 71%, according to the study. Chorus 2.0 will ease dairy export burden. South Korea is the fourth largest foreign market for U.S. dairy products, so the industry heaved a collective sigh of relief when the two countries announced they had successfully renegotiated their six-year-old free trade agreement known as Chorus. The U.S. Dairy Export Council and the National Milk Producers Federation are also happy to see new provisions to streamline customs procedures. U.S. products get preferential tariff treatment under course, but U.S. exporters have struggled for years with the red tape involved, the group said in a letter to the U.S. Trade Representative. U.S. dairy exporters have repeatedly encountered challenges with Korea's overly narrow interpretation of which goods qualify as originating from the U.S. under the terms of the agreement, they said in the letter. This approach has meant that even goods wholly produced in the U.S. with 100% American-made ingredients and certified as such by the U.S. Department of Agriculture at times faced rejections due to port routing issues. Here's today's He Said It. We have a real opportunity to reduce the burden of chronic disease through better nutrition. But this is something we can only tackle together by making better choices easier. That FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 30th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.